We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143 or at blindknowledge.com. Yep. That's okay. We've had no watchers yet. Posting out to my page now, and welcome to Paranormal, the new normal. I'm your host, as always, Jeremy, and welcome to the show where we try to make the role seem a little more normal. Does it ever happen? Well, it happened once upon a time back in October when we did a horror movie bracket for Halloween because that was a, t- a normal topic, unlike most of our topics. And normal is boring. Exactly. And we are starting a new format show tonight on this show. And it's also the first, it'll also be happening on, the, on my other show, Maniacal Music Musings as well, where we'll be doing one-on-one, two-on-one, and even a three-on-one bracket at one point, or two points, on either show, on past bracket, past bracket topics we've done, and all the future bracket topics we'll do will also be available once we do them as a group. And to start that off, I had to bring one of my new favorite podcasters I've been working with lately. And of course, he is the music god himself, host of the Noise Report, (laughs) CJ motherfucking plane. What's up, brother? Brother, brother. And (laughs) yeah, I know. Even get the dogs riled up here. Damn, CJ. (laughs) I am long up. I am. I am jacked up on Pepsi and Sunny D and Mike's Hard Lemonade, so. <laughs> Ooh, that's a combo and a half. Yeah, right? It's, it's basically what was in the refrigerator and cold, so. And, uh, those, and that's the perfect drink combination for a horror movie marathon, which is what we will be doing tonight is a 34 horror movie bracket. And I didn't know CJ when we originally did this, or he probably would have been on the original one too, but. 
now that I know CJ, he immediately said when I offered him the list of brackets, oh, I'm starting with the horror movie bracket. So yeah. that's what we're going to do tonight. And I don't get to do this shit. Like, I do music, dude. Like, I get to do music a lot, but I don't get to do the movie stuff that often. I don't get to do, you know, like, the other stuff that I love, like pop culture and books and, and wrestling and, and shit like that. So I always jump at something that's a little different. Um, well, especially if there's music that ties into it. And, like, a lot of these horror movies have, like, great music associated yeah. with them. So... Like, yeah. yeah, and there are plenty of op- other options in the brackets we've done before that you can hit later on with all those topics as well. But you want to start off with this one, and let's get right to it, folks. And just so everybody knows, I did not pick these rankings. These rankings come from Rotten Tomatoes, and as they say on my good friend DeAndre's show, who also has one-on-one brackets, as they say on his show, Masturbators, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. So <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't agree with these rankings, CJ or our audience, then... Don't blame me. <laughs> but to start it off, our first matchup for round one, the first half of round one. Yeah, I'm excited too, Moose. I will let everybody know right now that I'm going to play spoiler on a lot of these. So They've um, all been out for a long time, so I have no worries about that. If you haven't seen them by now, folks, you're not a hard movie fan. Put it that way. <laughs> so the first matchup is number 14. Scream 3. Why Scream 3 is 14 and the other Screams aren't on this? Don't ask me. I didn't make these rankings. But it's going against... And I threw this one in here. I threw this one in here. Number 41. 2017's It. So um, That one's actually... This one's actually pretty easy for me. Um, even though I am not a Stephen King fan for the most part, there are a couple exceptions to that. Um, Scar's Good did such a better job with the role of it than the original miniseries that we have to go with that over screen because I don't dislike the screen movies but at the same time Matthew Illiard was kind of the only person in the screen movies that I kind of gave a shit about like I just I don't know like they're okay but they don't like make my list of favorite horror movies to watch so um, yeah definitely it all day every day all night <laughs> well, well, that's something we agree on actually, because I have not, I have never seen any of the Scream movies. Have no urge to ever, even with the new, even seeing the advertisements for the new one all the time on freebie. I still have no urge to ever go see any of them. And I, and you're one of the few people who will agree with me that the new it is better than the main series. So yeah, I'm, and I'm not a Stephen King fanatic. I'm really not. I'm very, very choosy about my Stephen King stuff. Um, and you will see during this bracket what I mean. But, um, like, it's just, even though I, I don't love the Ant movie, Scars, you know, Skarsgård, he he played the Ant role the way Heath Ledger played Joker. Like, he really personified the character. He really got into it and 
made it much better than what it would have been originally, you know. So don't get know. me start don't get me started on Heath Ledger's Joker. That's not this is not a comic book movie bracket. I'm not gonna right. get into that, but well, I'm just saying <laughs> it, but, but it's got that same kind of vibe to it, you know, like he he played it in that same kind of way. Like a, he really embodied the role and made it much bigger than it would oh. have been with someone else. So yeah, I mean all respect due to Tim Curry, but Scarsgar did a way better job than you did. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I get I get you were playing a different version of Pennywise kind of in a way, but still like it's just the the makeup people for Scarsgar are just incredible and they made him look terrifying even just as a clown. Not, Scar, Tim Curry yeah. didn't look terrifying until he opened his mouth. <laughs> I mean, and that was the thing. Like, look, I, I put it this way. Curry played the TV version. And Skarsgård played the movie version, you know. It's a good way to put it. It's a good way to yeah. put it. Yeah, you know, they, but, one played the PG-13 version and one played the R version. And exactly. That was the difference. Of, not that Curry's was bad. It was just. Well, no, I don't, I don't think Tim. I don't think I don't think any Tim anything Tim Curry ever did was bad. But no, that's the thing. But it was it was very dumbed down for TV. Like you could tell that they. It was suspenseful, but it wasn't scary per se in the sense of like I grew up with great horror movies, great horror characters, you know, slasher films and, and killers. And it didn't scare me. Like Oh, I agree. I like, I agree hundred I agree hundred percent. Like, I would have beat the shit out of that fucking clown the first chance it would have <laughs> me. Like, you know, like <laughs> so. Where Scars Guards was kind of like, okay, I'm not going to fuck with that clown because, you know, that's some whole different level. Yeah. Crazy, but uh, yeah. I, I agree. Well, let's see who it's going to face because it might be going out the next round regardless. But the next matchup, and just so everybody knows, including you, CJ, if I don't say a year to these things, it means the original movie. So, yeah, because I wonder, there's, there's, Four, three or four of them that have multiple versions and yeah it just it means the og version if i don't say a, a year okay but and that's a and i have to say that for this next matchup because the next matchup is number 13 the, the original frankenstein in black and white versus number 28 dr sleep Damn, I thought those would come later. Um, you know, Doctor Sleep has got a killer, killer cast. But man, there's something about an old school that just, uh, you know, they had a different kind of vibe. That that Bella Lugosi era, man. You know, like it was a different kind of, uh, it was a different kind of thing. So I'm gonna go with the original Frankenstein, man, because. It's an OG film, like, you know, without those films, none of these ones come later, you know? Exactly. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not saying I would go the same way in this one, but still, I mean, you McGregor did an amazing job in Dr. Sleep. Yeah, but, like, I mean, it, Dr. Sleep is a, is a killer, killer movie. Um, But, you know, I, I'm looking at it kind of from the aspect of... uh One's the OG movie, and when you think about, they didn't have any of the modern effects or modern technology to create that, so they really had to go 
big with the sound effects and the visual effects and the makeup and all of that to really create that, you know. So it was a much more time consuming and a much more hands on thing than what the modern stuff is, you know. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, you got you to gotta pay respect to the OGs. And Frank yeah. Steinin is one of the OG Universal Monsters. So, yeah. But, all right. So, that means in the second round that you're going to have it 2017 versus number 13, Frankenstein. But this next matchup is a matchup of classics. Or, well, at least what most people consider classics. And it's up first, number 12, Jaws, which will also be which is also the top seed in our shark movie bracket coming out the end of this month on Paranormal New Normal. As it should be. Versus number 27, Rosemary's Baby, which is a new favorite of mine for horror movies. Mm. Damn it, man. Oh, yeah, this is not easy. And this is only the second matchup. (laughs) Third matchup. But it doesn't get easier. (laughs) Oh, trust me, bro. Like... I get it. Like, like I said, bro, when we did that, the greatest guitarist not named Eddie Van Halen one, I had some matchups in that in the very first round that were so brutal that we were like, oh, there's no way these two met, like, in the very first round. You know, like, yep. it was like, oh, shit. Like, um, one of the very, I think the number, no, the third one we did on that one was Frank Zappa versus Stevie Ray Vaughan. And we were just like, both of us, we were just like, oh, shit, didn't want to see that matchup. Not not in the very first round, like, like damn, and we were going back. It took us like 30 minutes to decide because we just, how do you pick one of those two over the other? Like, um, no, for that one, damn. Vincent Price versus Jaws. Um, Pop, Sharon Tate, the only movie that Sharon, or the only major movie that Sharon Tate did right before the Charles Manson shit, yeah. The, the Manson murders. Um, damn. You know, I got to go Jaws, man. Hold Jaws on one second, CJ. I can't hear you. My Apparently need to charge my uh, headset here, so. All right, talk now. I, I say I got to go with Jaws. Right, I, I think. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I know why. I know why. All right, now talk. Uh, check, check. Why doesn't the check? Any check, check. I don't know why the freaking microphone. Oh, I know why. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me go to the other thing here. Just do it through the computer speakers. Hopefully, it doesn't make an echo. All right, now I can hear you. All right. right. Well, and let me. Yeah. Let me move. Let me move my microphone over so I'm not having an echo here. But I was gonna say yeah. But all right. Um. So which way do you want to go on Jaws? Um, Rosemary's Baby. I gotta go. I gotta go with Jaws. Like Rosemary's Baby is a great movie. It's Vincent Price and. And it really is a dark, dark movie, but Jaws was, there was a realism to Jaws. And I was living in California when that came out. So that was a legitimate thing for me. Like, 
you know, like going to the beach like we did and shit and the, you know, them kind of making it like, oh, there's something in the water that can get your ass. And dude, it made you like second guess going into the water and doing the shit that we did every day. So, uh, yeah, I gotta go with Jaws. All right. Which is gonna bring us to the see what Jaws will face in round two. And I'm not saying this one's any easier by any means. <laughs> it's number 11, Bride of Frankenstein. The one and only, I don't think there ever was a remake of it, really. But versus number 26, Halloween 1978. Oh, Halloween all day. <laughs> not even close. Bride of Frankenstein was good, but Halloween was, you know, it set the tone for so many movies during the 80s that come after it, whether it was the Friday the 13th or whether it was Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Sleepaway Camp, uh, Fraternity Days, Pieces. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, um, slasher films in general of the 80s owed to, Hall- to Halloween and, and John Carpenter, man, so... You know, of course. Which brings us, which means Halloween will face Jaws in round two. But the next matchup might be a little bit easier for you, but we'll see. Is number ten, A Quiet Place, the first one, versus number twenty-five, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, not <laughs> even close. But some people argue Silence of the Lambs isn't a horror movie, it's a psychological thriller movie. It, it is a psychological thriller, but I guess what's your definition of horror films? I mean, serial killers are horror-oriented, and come on, you don't get much better serial killer than Hannibal Lecter, you know, so um, we'll go with it. All right. To see who it's going to face, though, it's going to be number nine, The Invisible Man, the original one, not any of the newer ones, versus number 24, which this one surprised the hell of me when I watched it. It became an instant classic of mine, Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, we got to go with Bone Tomahawk. That's a great movie. Respect. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's... uh. And yeah. one, one of the last movies Captain Spaulding was in before he passed away. Among other things, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, yeah. He was short-lived in it, but it was still a good, amazingly good movie. And it actually is a very paranormal scary movie, which is amazing because I love that it fed into this tournament a little bit better. But but I mean what the fuck is I want to. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm thinking of the right movie. Uh, yeah, it's the one with Kurt Russell, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the one yep. with it's the one with the hidden hidden David and Matthew Fox. Fox. Yep, 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 yep. David Arquette. Yep. And Sid Haig. Yep. Yep. Bone Tomahawk. Which means Bone Tomahawk will face Silence of the Lambs in round two. But that brings us down to the last full matchup on this side on this half around one. And it's number eight, They Live, with Rowdy Roddy Piper versus number 23, 
Aliens with an S from 1986. Oh, really? um, Aliens was a great movie, but uh, I'm sorry. I have come... I've come to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Um, gotta go with, gotta go with Piper, man. Like, They Live is a, just a killer. It's another one of the movies that I watch repeatedly and never get sick of. Um, so, yeah, They Live, you know. All right. All day. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah, it's such. The graphics are, I mean, not the graphics, the, the effects of it are so horrible, but it's such a great movie. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it's 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 in that same category as Iron Eagle. Like, it's it's a cheesy movie. It's kind of silly and dumb, but you just never get sick of it because there's a there's a certain something about it. It has a, like a sort of a goofy charm that, you know, just a fun movie. It's, you know. Oh, it is. And so that brings us down to... To face to, to finish off the final match of this half round one, we first have to do the first the first playing of this matchup. And this in the original bracket was called the Chansey playing match because it pitted Chansey's two favorite movies against each other. And it's number 54 on Rotten Tomatoes list, Hellraiser, the first one, versus number 96, the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. And yes, I tore Chancey's soul in two, making him decide between these two. But yeah, that's kind of son of a. Um, let's see. We've got the Psycho family cannibals versus the supernaturalistic alien race. Um, well, demons, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which could be aliens, according to some people that have been on my show, but I won't get into that now. Um, or were they demons? I thought they were aliens. No, how I mean, it's literally called Hellraiser, so they are xenomorphs, or I'm not xenomorphs, I'm xenobites, which are, are supposed to be a demon species. Okay, um, you know, we're gonna go with Leatherface, and I think on this one, uh. Though, just to piss Chansey off a little, I'll say what I always say. I think the original, I think the uh, remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is better than the original. With the, the one that the one they did in the 90s. Yeah, I'm... I'm not going to say one is better than the other. They're different in the aspect of the time period and... Again, the technology that was available to make them, but yeah, I think they did. I think they did a good job all around. Like even the newest one, everybody hated the newest one, and I got a few chuckles out of it. Like I thought it had a few really good lines. Like it is—is is that the one where they get in the school bus and he's and yeah. like, okay? My wife was watching it. And I only caught parts of it, but yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's not gonna win any awards, but. It's fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, if you go into these movies 
thinking that you're going to see high art. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's a fucking horror movie. Like, you know, like, we're not talking Academy Award here. There's very few of these movies that are ever, you know, <laughs> nominate, nominate, even let alone win. But, yeah. but, um, well, that's why my my friends at Yahoo Podcast did the Felix, and that's why uh, Nightmare on Elm Street won the nineteen eighty four Felix. So, there you go. We we gave an award to a horror movie, but nice. that means that number ninety six, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre OG, is going to face in the final matchup in this half of round one, number fifteen, the Lighthouse. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that was a tart. Woo. Mm, I don't remember those being quite so. Those are tart, tart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I can't drink mics for that reason. Mm. That's like cherry, cherry, cherry. (laughs) So, all right. Who's next? Who's the next victim? Uh, Well, I didn't didn't hear a choice between Texas Chainsaw and the Lighthouse. Oh, that's actual. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw all day. The lighthouse was horrifically yeah. boring. I agree. I mean, all, all, all respect to uh, Patterson and uh, Defoe. Yeah, Defoe for those roles, but I that movie was like watching paint dry. Like it just. I don't need to. I don't need to watch. I don't need to. I don't need to watch Patterson jerk off in a lighthouse in black and white. I'm good. Yeah, like it's just. I I get that's probably when it comes to horror type shit. That's probably as close as you're ever gonna get to one being nominated because it is very artsy farsy and, um, you know, it's just, yeah. Not entertaining, and even in the least, a couple other ones on this list the same way. Like they just, you know, <laughs> we'll get to those though. Oh yeah, well, and that's gonna bring us to the other side of round one now, and it's number seven, the Babadook, versus number twenty-two, the original Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead, all day. Baba Duke was another one that was fucking horrible. I, uh, that was one of the ones I hadn't seen, and I sat down and started watching it. And after about thirty minutes, I was just like, "Yeah, this, it, this isn't gonna happen. Like, <laughs> I'm not spending another hour, hour and fifteen minutes finishing this piece of crap." Like, ugh. well, I'll tell you, you were smart because I watched the whole thing. And I wasn't impressed. But yeah, uh, just. Here's the thing about a horror movie. You don't hook me within the first 15 minutes. I'm probably not finishing in it. 
you know, like if, if you don't show me something within the first 15 minutes to make me want to know how this shit ends. Exactly. I'm, I'm, you know, you get maybe 20, 30 minutes tops, but you know, if you ain't hooked me by then, it, it's, it's a wash, man. Like we're going to move on to something different. So, uh, <laughs> yep, exactly. I agree a hundred percent. Which brings us to the next matchup here, and it's going to be number six, When a Stranger Calls, versus number 21, The Blair Witch Project. I was going to ask you which version of When a Stranger Calls. The original. But it don't even fucking matter, because I absolutely detest The Blair Witch Project. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I <laughs> when a stranger calls all day. The original was awesome. The remake was actually really good as well. Um, the sequel, you mean? Yeah, well, no. There's there was the original, and then there was a sequel to it in like eighty. Oh, uh, oh, ninety-two you, or so, and then there was the remake in two thousand and six. Okay, you're talking when a stranger calls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like when a stranger calls all day, and that is not even close. Like it's like comparing a Prius to a Lamborghini. That's ugh. well, like, I, I'm happy we agree because I never even watched the Blair Witch Project because it looks like such garbage. It's and I'm I am not a fan of the hidden footage type yeah. movies to begin with, but that's the worst um, of them. Like it just the, there's only one hidden footage movie I truly love, and it's. God, why can't I never think of his name? It's a it's a unique ass name. I can't think of it, but it's a Sasquatch movie. And it's a Bigfoot movie. It's a Bigfoot movie that um oh my god. I can't I, think I of haven't it. seen that one because yeah, if I if I I gotta think of his name. He's got a very unique name, the director. He's a comedian. he's a, he was a stand-up comedian in like the 80s. I forget his name. I can't think of it, but um all right, but anyway, moving on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> when you sent me that list, and when I seen the list, I was like, "Yeah, that one's going out first round." I don't give a shit what it's against; it's losing. Like, <laughs> I'm happy because it, it got pretty far in the original version of this bracket. So, I hate that movie with a passion. <laughs> but the next matchup is number five, Alien from 1979, versus number twenty, It Follows. Alien. Yeah, see, I, I'm more fan of It Follows. I, I don't know. Like It Follows wasn't horrible, but it, it didn't really hold my interest that much either. Like, it was kind of one of the movies that I just sort of watched and was kind of like, okay, you know, it was an okay concept, but it wasn't like mind blowing. Um, so I, I don't know, like it, it, I don't know, like it just didn't blow me away. It wasn't horrible, like it was good enough to where I watched the whole thing, but not great enough to where I would do it again. Whereas Alien, I probably would, but yeah, um. 
under duress, maybe, but not. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, to see what Alien's going to face in round two, the next matchup is number four, Us, the Jordan Peele movie, versus number 19, Let the Right One In. Now, are we talking the Norwegian version or the American version? Unfortunately, we are talking the Norwegian version because that's the one that was in this. Thank you. Let the Right One In all day long. That is one of the best of the best to me. Like when I seen that, I watched that around the same time as I watched the Swedish versions of the girl with the dragon tattoo and fucking phenomenal dark in all the right places, just enough blood and guts to have you on the edge of your seat. The, the photography of it, you know, the outside shots of the cold playground and, and shit like that. It was it was so well done to me. Like I was so impressed with it. Um one of my favorite, probably one of my favorite horror movies of the past 15 years or so. So yeah, let the right one in all day. Um the American one wasn't bad, but nowhere near as good as the Norwegian one. So which means let the right one in will face Alien in round two. But that's going to bring us to the next matchup here. And it's number three, Tales from the Hood, versus number 18, Hereditary. Yeah, Tales from the Hood. Come on, dude. It's fucking Snoop Dogg. Like, <laughs> you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like, that was Tales from the Hood. Not only Snoop, but. It was one of the first horror movies that was a predominantly black cast, you know. So, and they're pretty groundbreaking in just what they did with it. So, and they can't um, all they can't all die first. So, yeah, and it and, and it was a movie too that, even though it was a horror movie, it didn't take itself that seriously. Like it was very tongue in cheek and very funny, even though it it reminded me a lot of like Leprechaun. Yeah. In the yeah. fact that it was a horror movie, but it was still very sarcastic and tongue-in-cheek, and it had a lot of humor in it, you know, so, um, yeah. What it reminded me of, actually, and this is a movie I just watched for the uh, podcast we did, and it was Black Devil Doll from Hell. Yeah. Which no one else watched because they couldn't find it. I only found it on my magic fire stick, but it's such a horrible fucking movie it's just so horrible <laughs> like it's so horrible it's funny but I like tales from the hood but to see what tales from the hood's gonna face we have number two jordan peele's premiere movie get out versus number 17 demon now demon is that the polish one yes yes Uh, which I absolutely hated. I hated Demon personally. I hated it. I hated both of these movies. So, <laughs> no, I, I am. I'm I not. A, I'm not a Jordan Peele fan. I'm. I don't know. There's something about his filmmaking that just kind of. Whether it's the new Candyman, whether it's Us, whether it's Get Out, whether it was that 
fucking other monstrosity he made with the fucking aliens or whatever. Yeah, and no, just, no, nope. And that's yeah, nope was horrible. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, like I'll, I'll, I like I like his first two movies, but nope was horrible, and I wasn't a fan of the new Candyman. Um, so you have a choice between a kick in the balls and a kick in the face. Um, let's go with Get Out. Because, right. um, uh, you know, probably get knocked out at the next round. So, <laughs> yeah. be a fitting title. <laughs> Possibly. But the last full matchup in this side of round one is the number one seed for this bracket from 1960, Psycho, versus number 16, Bird Box. Yeah, that's not even close either. <laughs> Psycho all day long. I've actually stood on the porch uh, on the Universal Studios lot of the Psycho house and whatnot. So, and uh, yeah, Psycho was, again, you know, groundbreaking in every aspect. Anthony Perkins, the role he portrayed and the creepy-ass ending, you know, um, all day, every day over Bird Box. Bird Box was another one of the movies that just was such a stupid premise that I don't even know how the fuck it made it past the table of people who approve this shit. Yep. You know, like if you're sitting there reading scripts, I don't know what it was about this movie that made someone jump up and be like, oh, we got to make this one and we got to spend $20 million for the top star in Hollywood. Cause just a dumbass movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just oh, I, I agree. I agree. I I wasn't that big. I, it was okay, but I wasn't that big a fan. Yeah, of like, you but know. that's gonna bring us down to the last playing matchup we have to see who will face in the last matchup of round one. And this one, this playing matchup is called the female redemption matchup. It's number fifty-five, teeth, versus number sixty-seven, revenge. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Revenge because I like looked it up, but you know, typing in Revenge horror movie gave um, me a list of like seven hundred and fifty-five movies. Oh, so. I just, oh. Um, oh, I just told someone else who's doing this bracket, but uh, it's on, it's on Shutter. I yeah, it's on Shutter. It ain't gonna make a difference, truthfully, because Teeth is one of those movies that. I thought was such a great movie. The uh, the chick who played the character did it so well. And come on, like the concept. I know. You know, like come on. We grew up making jokes about you know snappers and shit like that. And you know, and like wham, you got like the you know the whole new fucking definition of red snapper. Um, so yeah, you know, it was, yeah, it was teeth all day long. The teeth was a great movie, you know, that just was long overdue and, uh, was, uh, to me, probably the second best example of the female revenge type of horror movie. Um, yeah, I mean. Oh, I love that movie. Um, 
DeAndre Robinson from Masturbators, that movie made him not have sex for like a couple of months or something like that. Yeah, like, like it, you know. And I mean, I I personally it didn't affect me that way. I think I actually went something my wife that night. I watched it, but I mean, that's just me. I don't have I. But it's funny because it's a Native American folklore tale, along with many other cultures. That the basis of that movie. It's called it's called Vagina Dentatum. I think the original story of it. So, or something like that. It's a very it's been around forever. That story, that idea of a, of a story and. It's just that scene where the doctor's hand is bitten and he's like, yeah, that, that scene's just classic. I mean, truthfully, next to I Spit on Your Grave, probably the greatest of the female revenge horror movies. Like, well, you know, I'm telling you, watch Revenge on Shudder at some point. And okay. you, I mean, I, I, both these movies I love, so I can't say either way or another, it's the wrong choice, but. What year? What year did the Re- Revenge one come out? Off the top, two thousand seventeen. Okay, Revenge. It's and it's. I mean, it's a female. It's basically yeah. Now that I know, like, approximately what I'm looking for, yeah. but when I put in Revenge horror movie, it gave me a list of like fifty-seven movies and. Uh-huh. I was like, I had no idea if there was supposed to be more associated uh, or if it was just revenge. And there was a bunch of martial art ones in there. And no, it, know, like all of the Cynthia Rothrock movies showed up because, you know, she's a female vigilante karate bitch in all of her movies. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a damn good movie. And yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Like, definitely a root for the female character movie. But, um, that means yeah. that means Teeth at number fifty-five moves into the final matchup, but this might be a tough one because it's going against number thirty, Cabin in the Woods. That's not tough. Teeth all day long. See, I I love both these movies too. So I Cabin in the Woods to me is like the perfect horror comedy, and the ending to it is every paranormal lover's dream. That the government has all these creatures in a warehouse underneath the ground. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, mean I, I rewound that one scene where they're going through the elevator into the underground bunker so many times because I was trying to count all the different paranormal creatures that were down there. And I, I couldn't count them all. Like, that's just how many there were. I couldn't count them all and like keep track of them. So, yeah, it's insane. So, but that means that Psycho will face Keith in round two. And that brings us to the end of round one. And we can now start round two. Which, going back to the other side, the first matchup in round two is number 41 in 2017 versus number 13, Frankenstein. Mm. That was a good Frankenstein impression. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh probably gonna go with it. I think uh I don't blame you. A <laughs> little scarier. hmm A lot scarier if you ask me, but you know, just better concept all around. I mean, credit to the OG movie, but by today's standards, it's not really scary per se. 
Um, so, yeah. Definitely got it. If we're doing horror movies, we got to go with it because, you know. You got to. Yeah, I yeah. did. <laughs> In all fairness, like Frankenstein isn't really what I would consider a horror movie by today's standards. So. No, it, it, I mean, it's more science fiction than horror. But Yeah, like it just, I don't know, like. I mean, if we were doing like old school horror or, yeah. you know, pre-1990 or some shit like that, then it'd go a lot further, but... Mm. Well, yeah. that may... Uh, uh, may uh, that, may, that may come up in October. I may... I, may be, I was trying to think of another... I had a couple ideas of how to do another hard movie bracket with different rankings, but maybe a, a dated one's the way to do it. We'll see, but... Yeah, just... I got, I got all summer... 80s, 80s. 80s slasher films. That's going to be one of the ones I set up because there are so many 80s slasher movies that mm. that trust me, half the movies that I put on my list, people are not even going to fucking recognize or probably have seen. But when they go back and watch these movies, people are going to be like, "Oh shit, how did I miss this? This was fucking great!" Like, mm. you know, just they, yeah, like the movie. I'll tell you right now, the movie pieces. I won't participate in this one. It'll be you guys doing it because I'll tell you right now, I will have pieces in there and that will be my winner because pieces from 1983 has the greatest ending of any movie ever fucking created. If you've never seen pieces, all I'm going to tell you greatest ending of a movie in history, period. I won't tell you what it is. You'll have to watch it, but you, no matter how many times you watch this movie, you will not see the ending coming. Like, it's just one of them endings that comes so out of left field that you're just going to be like, the fuck just happened? And that's it. Like, it's just, trust me, it, it's like my favorite horror movie of all time. <laughs> uh, just make sure I get that list plenty ahead of time so I can watch yeah. it. <laughs> I got I to gotta make it still, so um, right. I haven't even started on that one. I got other ones I want to do first, but uh, yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> Which to see what it will face in the quarterfinals, you have number twelve Jaws versus number twenty six Halloween nineteen seventy eight. Man, that's a tough one because you know. Again, I think in all fairness, we're doing horror movies. You got to go with Halloween. Um, Jaws was scary. But I, I don't really consider it a horror movie in the purest sense. Um, yes, yeah, Scary Shark, blah, blah, blah. But it's the ocean. Obviously, there's fucking sharks. So uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> Michael Myers was, like I said, man, like Carpenter. He opened the genre into what came next, you know. And without John Carpenter doing Halloween, man, there's no Wes Craven. There's no Lloyd Kaufman. There's no, you know, there's so many directors who owe what they did to John Carpenter. You know, it's that simple. It is. And that means in the the first part of the quarterfinals, you'll have it versus Halloween. But moving down to the Bottom half around two on this side. You have number 25, Silence of the Lambs, versus number 24, Bone Tomahawk. 
Which for me would be an easy decision, but you're not me. You know, I love Hannibal Lecter. I love Silence of the Lambs. But again, in all fairness, if we're doing horror movies, got to go with Bone Tomahawk, man, and the cave dwellers. And, you know, like it just, it's a much scarier horror oriented type of movie. So uh, I got to go with Bone Tomahawk. Mm hmm. Which is the way I would have gone to because for me, that's just easy. <laughs> but yeah. Like, I, again, like you got to think of it from the aspect of, what are we really doing here? Because, mm. again, Silence of the Lambs is scary, but not truthfully a horror movie in the truest sense. So, Exactly. I agree. And a lot of people online agree, too. I found out in the when, this, when the 104 horror movie bracket was being done back on October on Masturbator's uh, Twitter and Facebook polls. Right. Silence of the Lambs actually won that bracket, but... A lot, a lot of people were pissed off about that. So, but uh, the last matchup for this side of round two is number eight, They Live versus number 96, Texas Chainsaw Massacre OG. Yeah, no disrespect to Leatherface, man, but you got to go with They Live. Just a, you know. It's like I said, it's that Iron Eagle type of movie that cheesy, dumb, silly. I just love that damn movie, you know. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, they live. All right, which brings it down to the other side of round two now. And the first matchup on this side is number 22, Night of the Living Dead, the original, versus number six, the original When a Stranger Calls. Go with when a stranger calls because uh, that 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 movie hits home. Like as a parent, your worst fear is something happening to your children, and you know, in the society we live in, with home invasions and everything, it's such a realistic type of thing that could happen. Like yep. just something going completely out of your fucking control and you know it's scary like you know you can sit here and say oh i would do this or this or this in that situation but you don't know until it happens because man like that, that would be a worst case scenario for me so definitely when a stranger calls because i mean all right and that's a bring it down to see what a what will face when a stranger calls. You have number five, Alien from 1979, versus number 19, Let the Right One In. Oh, let the right one in. All day. All right, which means this that quarterfinal matchup will be when a stranger calls versus let the right run in. And the final two matchups now in round two. And this is actually kind of funny because it's number three, Tales from the Hood, versus number two, Get Out. Tales from the Hood. 
I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's not even close to me. Like, I just, you know. And for anyone who has an inkling that I'm voting against these movies, well, you can't even say that because it's essentially two movies with all black cats. So, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, this, this has nothing to do with race. I just don't like Jordan Peele as a, a brilliant actor. Just I oh, don't brilliant like, comedian. Brilliant comedian. Yeah, like I don't relate to his writing stuff yeah. like <laughs> Oh, I mean yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. I'll keep watching. Maybe he'll do something I care about, but I mean I I can get why get out is scary to a lot of people, especially Yeah, like I can I can see it from the other side of the thing, like I can see why, like, black people would think that shit was scary because that's real life to them. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. But just me personally, like, I'm kind of like, I don't know, like, I guess it's my white privilege of never having to experience that and that I don't kind of relate to it. So, um, you know. See, for, for me, though, Us would have went further because the fact that Us kind of leans into the doppelganger theory and the like whole other dimensional society theory that is in the paranormal world. So I liked Us a lot. Like, I could relate, I could think that's realistic or so, at least somewhat realistic. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, that's going to bring us down to the last matchup in round two. And it's number one, Psycho from 1960 versus number 55, Teeth. Snapping necks versus snapping pussies. Uh, <laughs> well, snapping dicks, technically, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um, or fingers or hands, but yeah. I think I, the nostalgic dude in me says, I got to go with Psycho. Because one, I've stood on the porch of the place, even though it's actually only half a house. Uh, <laughs> um, I've stood on the porch and again, it's just it's much more realistic to me like, you know, the serial killer in a hotel room you know, is much as a guy who spent way too much time in hotel rooms <laughs> that much more realistic to me than a vagina with teeth yeah. um, even though you know, I swear I've dealt with a few of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or at least a few that smelled like they had teeth. <laughs> bad imagery right there. Bad imagery. We're going to go Juggalo style with that one. <laughs> some bad, I shouldn't even say bad uh, imagery. That's some bad olfactory senses right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But that's what bring us to the quarterfinals here. And these will determine your final four. But the first matchup is number 41, it, 2017, versus number 26, Halloween 1978. 
So almost a fifty, almost a fifty-year difference here between the movies, or forty-year difference. I'm sorry. Again, man, I got to nod to Carpenter because without him, man, you know, I mean, what happens if he doesn't make Halloween? You know, does Stephen King get traction? Does any of these other movies get traction? Like, it was such a, it was such a massive step forward from what we had before to what we had after yep. that, you know, I mean, you know, it's almost like Rick Rubin with music in the sense that yes, there was a time before Rick Rubin, but you know, when Rubin came out with run DMC, the BC boys and Slayer rain and blood almost simultaneously, dude, it just, it revolutionized what could be done with music, you know, like, you know, like everything after that sonically was, it was a whole new world, you know, rappers could play rock, rockers could play rap, metal bands could just do the most aggressive shit. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Carpenter was the same way like you know after Michael Myers man it was the camera techniques and the, the writing and the even the music associated with horror films took on a whole new life I agree I agree and I, I respect your decision can't say the same one I would make but I respect your decision <laughs> but that brings us down to the other side of the quarterfinals on this side and that's gonna be number twenty-four, Bone Tomahawk versus number eight, They Live. Fuck me. And whatever wins will face Halloween. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Roddy. We gotta. We got to go with Bone Tomahawk because just, again, scarier, better technique. I mean, just in all fairness, They Lives is a great movie, cheesy and all of that. But Bone Tomahawk was really, a, you know, it was kind of a different kind of thing. Like, it really had some great shit in it, you know, so... Yep, I agree. I would have went the same way, but yeah. Which the other side of the quarterfinals here is going to start with number six, when a stranger calls, versus number nineteen, let the right one in. Kind of the same subject matter, but not really. Um, I got to go with Let the Right One In. There's something about that movie that just, it's a great movie. You know, like, the fact that it's a vampire movie without technically being a vampire movie, um, the psychological edge that it has to it, the, the photography and the cinematography being so somber and dark 
um, you know, very, there's an edge to that movie, man, that just, it's, you know, like I said, it's one of my favorites of the past couple of decades. So we're going to let the right one in. All right. And that brings us down to see what we'll face, let the right one in. And it's the final matchup in the quarterfinals. And it's number three, Tales from the Hood, versus number one, Psycho 1960. I don't want to choose. Um... Go with Psycho. And the number one movie moves on to the final four. And that means at this point that the quarterfinals are officially over. And your final four are going to be Halloween 1978, Bone Tomahawk, Let the Right One In, and Psycho 1960. Which, this is going to be where the difficult part starts. <laughs> and the first matchup in the semifinals is number 26, Halloween, from 1978, versus number 24, Bone Tomahawk. Let's see. We got the Cave Dwellers. Sort of a westernish type vibe versus the OG OG. Probably going to be an unpopular opinion, maybe, but for this one, I think I'm going with Bone Tomahawk, man, because. That one scared me a little more than Halloween did, and I, uh, you know, there's something about fighting a serial killer out in the open versus having to fight psychos in the dark, yep. in an unfamiliar terrain where they have home field advantage and shit like that you know like you know like being trapped in a cave with monsters of some kind would be a terrifying experience whether it was bigfoot whether it was like bone tomahawk whether it was even like riddick you know and having yeah. like fucking creatures in the ground it would be like a worst case scenario man like <laughs> you know exactly um, I agree. Yeah. Which means the other side of the semifinals is number 19, let the right one in, versus number one, Psycho 1960. Again, I think unpopular opinion probably, but I got to go with let the right one in because. There's a 
certain something about that movie. There's a cerebral edge to it that just, you know, the knocks on the wall and the the solitary swing and the winter playground just kind of swinging loosely and, you know, the sweeping shots of the two apartment buildings with the snow and the bloody footprints coming through the snow. And, you know, I mean, it just had such, there's an edge, there's an attitude about that movie that like he shot that movie like he had something to prove. And he definitely proved that he was a force, you know? So, um, yeah. yeah. I gotta go let the right one in. Which means, before we do the final matchup here, we're gonna do a secondary matchup to see what would be third and what would be fourth place. So that means the first matchup you have for the two final matchups is number 26, Halloween 1978, versus number one, Psycho 1960. Which, for a lot of people, this would have been the finals. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said it's it going to be unpopular opinions, but I think I got to go with Halloween, though, over Psycho. I think Michael is much more formidable than the desk clerk with a knife. Um, plus, you know, Michael doesn't really die, per se. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. With Halloween over Psycho. All right. And that means that the finals for you are number 24, Bone Tomahawk, versus number 19, Let the Right One In. Damn it. And let me just say, I am so proud that Bone Tomahawk made it this far. I wish it did in the original bracket. Yeah. I kind of hate choosing between these two movies because. You know, I, I kind of had a feeling it might come down to these two. Uh, but I was hoping that maybe they live, had a different path so that it could be further. Uh, <laughs> but I figured it would run up against something. Um, damn. Both really psychological, both cerebral, both have that dark... Well edgy attitude let me say uh, if you do if you do this if you if, if you do a one-on-one with dre and do his 104 horror movie bracket then they would probably have different pass because he he sorts them by rank each round i don't do that i don't rearrange them by rank i just go with whatever you pick moves on to the next bat box but yeah see my brackets are always everything goes into a single list then it gets put into the generator and whatever that generator spits out for a matchup yeah. That's what it is. It's not based on yeah any I, I website got, or anything like that. Like it's I got I got plenty of those too because of certain topics that don't have ranks. But still, yeah. If there's ranks, I like to use the ranks because it's interesting to see how people disagree or agree with the rankings. Um, God, I'm gonna feel bad doing this, man, but. I'm going to go with Bone Tomahawk for the win because 
No, I love I love that. I love I, that. I love, love, love Let the Right One In. Like I said, one of my favorite movies of the past probably 10, 15 years, but Bone Tomahawk, man, it's just there's so many elements to it that make it unique in its own way and it just you know, I mean it if you haven't seen it, you wouldn't understand. But if you see it, it um, really does have some really great everything. Um, everything. Yeah. So I um, mean, they they literally tear a guy in half in it. Yeah. Which yeah I don't know. There's I, I just I think it's probably a scarier movie per se than Let the Right One In. Let the Right One In is more psychologically scary. Um but mm. you know, I think I gotta go. Oh, excuse me, I gotta go with Bone Tomahawk, honestly. Because, all right, which I think at the end of the day, yeah, I love that. I love your choice, and I, I mean, I, I can't even say who it would win number one if I did this, I can't even say that. But I mean, yeah. which I really should have done this first, like I said, my final four are, but no, oh well, I don't. It's not about me. It's about whoever's doing the bracket. So if you want to hear my opinion on it, go back to the original episode and you'll hear all my opinions on every every freaking movie. Trust me. But <laughs> so CJ's Final Four came down to Psycho 1968, number four, Halloween 1978, number three, Let the Right One In, number two, and number one with Bone Tomahawk and an amazing finish, which I love. But that's going to end us off here and which where can they find your shows cj uh i'm the host of the two that you see under my name the noise report and the racket bracket those are both on youtube uh you can find my channel it's called the music god reacts uh and they are under there they have their own playlist our racket bracket doesn't yet because we haven't technically done an episode uh because i'm still trying to get just bummed up. <laughs> you're on a night. Uh, but um, Saturday at nine o'clock, folks. If you're watching the replay of this, Saturday at nine o'clock, we'll be doing a Prince bracket. All right, nice. Uh, yeah, so the first one we're going to do the Prince bracket, the greatest of all time Prince tracks. Um, depending on how many people show up, I may or may not be voting, or I may just be the innocent bystander, or I may be a tiebreaker. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out as we go. Uh, but yeah. Anywhere on Google, you can just type in the music god CJ playing as you see it. I have a website uh, that is riot on the set media dot rocks. Uh, I'm in the process of updating it because I'm a lazy bastard and I haven't gotten around to it in the last four months. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Social media wise, music god CJ playing all one word pretty much on everything. Uh, Facebook is just CJ playing, but. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Tiki Taki, all of that shit. Uh, LinkedIn is all Music God CJ playing. Um, I don't really use LinkedIn, but I have to have it for school. So uh, most of my LinkedIn shit is going to be really boring school shit. So uh, if you want to see me be a professional, uh, <laughs> you can go to LinkedIn <laughs> where I, you know, can't really technically talk shit because it looks bad for your resume. But if you want to see me talk shit, 
that's Facebook. Uh, you know, I, I am a master of talking shit, uh, both in real life and online. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. I, well, I'm a master of useless knowledge and talking shit about stuff that I have no business talking shit about. So, hey, me too. <laughs> but, I, and that, and of course, you could find Paranormal New Normal. And be sure to check us out in the future. We have a few more one on one brackets for this show coming up as well. And I'm trying to sign more. If you or anybody you know wants to do a one on one bracket by chance, then please give shoot me a shoot me a direct message on either, on any of my socials and we can set it up. If you want to see the list, go to any of my socials and they're on there. Or it's PM me and you'll get them. But you can find us on Facebook as Paranormal New Normal slash Maniacal Music Musings podcast with the S Facebook group. Or you can find us on Twitter and the gram as that juggalo bastard. On Tiki Talkie as that juggalo bastard podcast. And on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. And Paranormal New Normal is also now part of the Blind Knowledge Network, which is the, is the is as of right now is the YouTube channel where this will be streaming from now on. So you'll be able to see them on my own YouTube YouTube channel once they upload when the episode releases. But the lives will all be on the Blind Knowledge YouTube channel, and soon to come on the Blind Knowledge Facebook stream Facebook page as well. Yeah. But, Let me add: if anyone wants to come on my shows, uh, the Noise Report, uh, we do interview style stuff. Uh, on just about everything, music, movies, pop culture, books, uh, cooking, wrestling, all of that. Uh, the noise or, or the racket brackets. It's going to be brackets of every kind, you know. It's completely random. We take 32 or 64 things of a assorted topic, uh, such as best TV dads or best black comedies or greatest of all time rappers or greatest white rappers not named Eminem uh, shit like that and we make brackets with it they are completely random we put all the names into a big wheel generator and it's spinny 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 and it shoots out the name and we stick it in a hole or stick it in a bracket and uh, let the chaos begin because uh, you know yes and as I said, wheel. and I, sh- I showed you a better place to do that than the wheel. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually use that too. I just don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. So, um, um, all right. Well, yeah. be sure. To- I, have a, I have a bookmark. I just, without actually, you know, yep. without actually going into the other computer and pulling it up on. Oh, I don't blame you. But whatnot, whatnot. I, I don't know the proper name of it. So, um, yeah, that site too. But yeah, all of my brackets are completely random. They are not ranked any kind of way. There's no, there's no uh, real means to it, other than if we're doing, say, the greatest wrestlers of all time. I type thirty-two of who I think are the greatest wrestlers and. We stick them into the generator and it shoots out things. So you may have Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan as a very first round match. And we just let the chaos go from there because um, that's always the fun part. Like the first round matchups that you don't want to see in the first round will always happen. And 
Um, you know, that's the fun thing of seeing the big boys get knocked out first round. Like, oh yeah, it's always it's always more fun that way. But yeah, we so. will we will I will catch you next time to all the paranormal mineral fans. Be sure to check out all the one on one brackets coming up, and if you're interested in doing one, just please hit me up. Until then, have a good night, and we will catch you all next time. Cheese, Munchkin. <laughs>